Hi, thank you for joining me for another episode. This time I'm sitting down with Jen Huber, who's an energy healer, and we work together all the time and talk very frequently. And just about every time we're having a conversation and just um, talking, we're like, oh, wow, I wish we had recorded that because... <laughs> Because spirit just flows through so much, um, and we have such complementary and often opposite ways of looking at things, ways of experiencing things that we just were guided to share here. So we hope you enjoy this conversation. Spirit's like, hey, surprise. That's true. Surprise. It gets me in the middle of readings, like all morning doing these readings. I get, a, I get super derailed sometimes, not derailed, but I get a little bit like, all right, get with it because I'm giving a message and then I'm like, oh, this is for me because there's mirroring happening and I'm supposed to be listening and paying attention to and then I'll be like, I'll listen to the recording later and then I'll get the message for me and then my human self is already all involved and I have to set that aside again. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that happened this morning was I was doing this reading and like, this image came through that was so vivid. And I was like, my, my human self did pop in and was like, I'm being guided to say it this way, but that doesn't make any sense. And it's so different from anything I normally say. And it's so random. And I just kind of really allowed myself to question. And I said that out loud. I was like, I'm being given this message, but I don't know. She was like, just say it. And spirit was like, just say it. And I said it, and it still sounded so strange to me. But then she went on for probably 10 minutes telling me why that specific thing was so important for her. There was a symbol that is a symbol spirit uses with her for her. And that is not a way of saying, look how great my abilities are. That is a way of going, hey, look what a dumb person, a human I can be with my head. And meanwhile, spirit still manages to come through, get the message across that is getting across. And that was a way of spirit going, hey, India, you want to step aside a little bit and remind me of who is doing things? Mm -hmm. Because we all need that reminder once in a while of like, are you doing this? Is spirit doing this? Even just in our daily lives and our daily decisions, like who's in charge here? And spirit will show us. Mm -hmm. I think that's actually one of my my favorite things is to witness those miracles when we're doing readings and the most random peculiar word will come through or message will come through and just, just saying dog, dog will come through. Yeah. yeah. Or anything will come through and you just move yourself out of the way and you say it and it, it is. And it's just like, you see someone's eyes light up and it was especially for them. And there's absolutely no denying, you know, that that is spirit speaking directly to them. Mm -hmm. exactly <laughs> that's so funny because so, synchronistically there's just this dog going crazy Jen's having to contain that situation yeah and that and you know that's the thing too that spirit guiding this conversation because we have no plan for what we're talking about right but when you're paying attention when you're really taking it all in every single detail of everything in your day whether you're in the midst of a, a, a quote spiritual thing or not has meaning is loaded with meaning it you could say oh what's the meaning of that dog barking in that moment well it's the meaning of say of spirit saying 
what are you going to choose to listen to? What are you going to choose to focus on? What are you going to choose to, to do in that moment? You know, if we're in our human cells and we're like, oh man, we're recording a podcast and there's a dog barking and we could get all derailed and all uptight about that and miss all the stuff that spirit's showing in that moment. Yeah. And that's just, is it, when we are in this place of awareness and quiet and being present, we're literally being spoken to by spirit in every single second. If mm-hmm. we're just quiet enough to just look and listen and hear those things, there's just synchronicity and messages in everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I think what's really important to say in this conversation, because we do tons, you know, Jen and I do tons of work together and we do lots of sessions where we're working with people. We do lots of recordings where we're talking and giving spirit messages. And that's all what we're doing while we're quote on, you know, Mm -hmm. and then there's like (laughs) 16 other waking hours where we're, (laughs) where we're doing people stuff with lives and we are just hanging and bonging around and dealing with our own brains. And we have the luxury of being able to talk to each other about it. And, you know, hopefully it's a wonderful thing to have the luxury of being able to talk to someone who gets it when you're on the spirit journey. If you don't feel like you have that in your life, then go ahead and ask and call that in, you know, asking, asking, Hey, I need someone I can physically talk to about this stuff. You know, I had a good probably three or four years of going through this stuff with just me and spirit, not being able to talk about it with a, a person. I mean, there'd be people here and there that would be, oh, they get it, oh, they get it, but it wouldn't anything sustaining or sustainable. And then, you know, manifested, asked for, was given someone who gets it, and we can talk about it all the time. That's what you can call in. You can call in. I would like to invite in a connection of any type. You don't have to label it. You don't Mm. just say it needs to be this type, that type, just a connection who gets it Mm -hmm. and explore those things with, because my original point was the rest of the time we're going, Oh, this is what my mind's doing. My mind is bringing me to the through the ringer of this, that, and the other. And it's telling me I should just stop everything in my life and I should run the other way. And, and I'm feeling, you know, rejected and abandoned and and afraid and all these things and then when we turn on this and we're like let's share what spirit's giving and then it can give the impression that we're not going through that other stuff which is so not true it's very important to know that's not true because one message i've been getting a lot lately is you can never be spiritual enough to not be a human yeah yeah and that is sometimes you know, I have to check myself and remember, you know, and be like, you're human, you're doing the human experience, you are supposed to be feeling these things. This is part of your journey, there's bumps in the roads, you know, that constant craving for perfection to just be spiritual all the time and enlightened and all of those things. But that's not what it's about. It's about being here on this earth and experiencing everything this earth has to offer everything your journey has to offer the ups, the downs, the sideways, all the in-betweens and having the compassion to allow yourself to feel and experience those things. To be a human. To be a human. Because what's underneath all that, not wanting to, to, to wanting to be perfect and not wanting to, uh, 
B, all those human things, what's underneath that is not wanting to struggle, not wanting to hurt, not wanting to have pain, wanting to find some way where we can hack life and have a pain-free experience. That's not going to happen. (laughs) My gosh, if I had a nickel for every moment I tried to hack all of that. (laughs) Or cast somebody in the role of, I can't do it, so I'm going to be mad at you because you obviously are keeping me from doing that. If it weren't for you and what you're doing, I could have all kinds of perfection in my life. <laughs> if you can't hack it, blame it. <laughs> uh-huh. And and the other thing about um, the the flopping around and kind of like being a human is sometimes when we're doing the spiritual stuff, our egos, our minds will literally come in and, and try to steal it. And it's crazy now I can see the ways over the past few years that my ego has been watching my spirit journey has been watching everything that the divine's been doing and that's been brought in and manifested and all that and my ego's been like yeah i gotta find a way to control that because that looks really powerful i'm gonna control that and so my ego my mind will come in and be like you know we could use this spiritual stuff to be perfect and that's really what I want. Ego, ego wise, I want to be perfect. Don't you, India? And India would go, well, I guess I, I guess I, I mean, I'm getting the messages from the world that I'm supposed to be perfect. And so sure. Okay. And then ego, India, you know, human, human self is like, okay, I'll try to be perfect. And then one day, you know, recently spirit delivered me the message. Uh, that's not a thing, by the way, you are never going to get there. And that was another way that your ego, that the, the lower energies were keeping you limited by telling you you have to be perfect in the spirit stuff too. And it was like a big, huge light bulb when I saw that. I was like, uh-oh, that was coming from inside the house. Yeah, it's like a thief in the night. It never s- stops amazing me how sneaky and slippery that ego mind can be and tricky to, mm-hmm. to just convince us. Uh, that our brain and our ego has the right way. And that's the way it's going to be done. And to own that instead of being in flow, because it just can't handle flow. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like me literally springing this on you and being like, I'm recording right now. We're doing this. And this is what's happening because being familiar with your ego. I know if I gave you a heads up, your ego would be like, okay, I've got it. I'm gonna, I know exactly what I'm going to do. I know exactly what I'm going to say. I know exactly how I'm going to sound. Right. And would try to get a handle on that or get upset if it didn't know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> because our minds are egos and, and there's so much about it. You know, we talk about them kind of bad, but they're bringing compassion to them because those egos and those mind voices, they are trying their best to protect us. They're not able to access the mind and the ego is not able to access that divine knowing it's not the heart. The mind wishes it was the heart. It feels like the mind is looking at the heart going, I would love to be feeling all that joy and having fun. I'm just a mind though. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is try to figure out ways to, to spare human you from having to go through hard stuff. But it's like a really overprotective, fearful parent. It's like its intentions are good, but it's, it's damaging. And, and if we listen to it too much. Yeah, and it, and it really ultimately leads us to unhappiness and unfulfillment. So, you know, we got to go with the heart that, that has access to everything. But we have both, so it's learning to be in flow with both. 
I think, I think the most damaging thing of that is the limiting is the brain and the ego is wanting, like you say, like an overprotective parent is wanting to keep us safe and is wanting to control and do all of these things. But the, the flip side of that is, is what do you miss? You know, you're not as daring, you're not as courageous, you're not as bold, you're not as willing to step out there and experience something because you're too busy trying to stay safe. And how many things are we limiting ourselves from um, because of it? And the answer is we're limiting ourselves to anything that's not a repeat of what we've already experienced. Exactly. Because our minds are only interested in doing more stuff that's like what we've already done or seen done because the mind synchronistic chime going off only wants to do what it knows how to do. It doesn't enjoy the feeling of not knowing the heart loves that feeling. The heart is like not knowing that's my jam. I'm mm-hmm. a kid. You know, I want to, I want to see stuff I haven't seen. I want to expand. And the mind is like, not me. Mine is an old person. Who's like, I want to know what's going on. I want to figure everything out. I want to have the answers. I want to have my answers reinforced. Mm-hmm. Proven right. You know, if you go back to when you were a child, that is how you experience things through the eyes of wonder. And you would just go outside or do whatever it is that brought yourself joy. And you would just do more of that and explore and play and do all of these things. And you had your parent was the one that was trying to keep you safe. And then as you grew up, then that parent's voice, you know, conditioned you into, you know, being safe. And, and there is, you know, good in that because we do need to be kept safe and monitored and all of those things. But we can, like you said, have both like experience like a child, go outside, just let what happened happens Mm -hmm. and watch and play. Yeah. And when that child of your heart gets hurt and it will you know, bringing kindness to that, bringing compassion to that. The mind wants to go, well, you should have known. The mind wants to go, well, if you wouldn't go skippy dipping all around, you wouldn't get hurt so much, would you? And then the heart's like, oh, I guess I'll shut down. But instead of that, if we re-script what the mind is saying to be things like what you would want a loving parent to say, like, oh, you got hurt. That hurts, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. We'll feel that. And then we'll be okay. And then we'll move into a new adventure and, and flowing with that and giving support to that instead of what we are conditioned to do, which is sort of try to figure out a way where we don't get hurt next time or try to punish ourselves because we should have known or, mm-hmm. or tell ourselves that that's just going to be our lot in life or whatever. Because the truth is all of those experiences we've had, you know, good and painful and all those things have have taught us and have brought us something Mm -hmm. even though they might have been hard we are always somebody different on the other side of that Mm -hmm. whether it's realizing how strong you really are or or the connections you made in that process yeah and it's you know the mind loves to you know our minds love to dissect things and be like well I liked this part that I didn't like that part. So yeah, I'm grateful for everybody who's in my life and everything I have now, but I sure did not like that heartbreak I went through and I definitely did not. And I don't want to do that again. Well, you can't 
I wouldn't have been here without that. So you cannot extract it any more than you can extract the, the, the pain from the joy of life or any more than you can extract kind of the gross parts about your body from the great parts about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all together. I loved this representation of the yin and yang symbol, or I'm sorry, yin and yang. I've been taught that I'm mispronouncing it, and I know I am, but the, the, the symbol of receiving and femininity and um, masculinity and action. And that symbol, you know, with the little squiggly, and then the, the, each squiggly has a dot of the color of the other squiggly. And that dot represents the seed of the other energy. Or I like to look at it and see almost the wound of the other energy that's inside that. So we have these dark and light, feminine and masculine within us. There are these beautiful healing or healed energies. And then we've got a dot within each of those of the other. So it's sort of this, this message in that that, you're not going to extract. You can't take it all apart. There's always some of, of one half in the other half. So you can never have all light without dark. You can never have all dark without light. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really does say everything isn't black and white right there. Mm-hmm. Even, even what's black and white isn't black and white. <laughs> yeah, even what's black and white is not black and white. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So now what? Oh. So what's fun is in that moment, when you notice yourself trying to extract everything, going, where did that desire to just do that come from? So it's like, yeah, okay, I was kind of flowing with everything. Everything was fine. What happened? And noticing that well, what happened usually is that we got to a moment where things were kind of too good. And we were feeling too much good stuff. And then it was like, something's got to be wrong mm-hmm. on here. And that goes way, way back. I mean, that goes back to the garden of Eden, you know, they're in the garden of Eden and then there's a snake and then there's a, you know, it's like we're conditioned as far back as we can think to, to look for what's wrong. Yeah, it's it's in our wiring. We're wired. Wiring. But here's the thing. Even the Garden of Eden, like even the snake, even the apple, all of that. All of that was God. All of that was the the higher being, however you connect with the higher energy. Mm-hmm. So if all of it is the higher energy, then it's moving into flow with all of it is for me, supporting me. Even the quote bad stuff. Right. It's ultimately. It's believing and getting to the point of believing and knowing that everything's in your greatest good and highest purpose, even if it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, that's one of those that I'm, I promise you, human, tough. I promise you human India and human general listen to this later and go, uh, who is that? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, they're annoying. Like they are annoying, aren't they? <laughs> because yeah. yeah, we'll we'll be like, ugh, please. Because when you're when you're yeah, when you're feeling stuff, that just does not help. Yeah. 
So what helps when you're feeling stuff? Okay, well, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, they are driving me insane. I don't think I can listen to any more of this. (laughs) You know, it's interesting though, like when we say that, and it's like, if we went back and listened to it, would be, I would immediately, my ego would want to come in and judge it. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh. yeah, just like judge, like, how could you possibly be saying that when you feel like this right, right. now and being right. so hard on myself, but realizing that is it's moment to moment. It's not this right. or that it's moment to moment. Yes. So if you're listening to it now and you're like, I really don't know how to access that at all. That's okay. And being in the moment of, all right, that's okay. I'm way far away from it right now. That's mm-hmm. okay. Because the more you can embrace that too, the more I can embrace that too, the more anybody can, the closer you actually are to it because it's in the, it's in the embracing. Yeah. yeah. Spirit's like, good. You're going to stop that struggle. Good. Good. Cause that's always the only barrier between us and everything that that's being brought in for us is that struggle that we're kind of insisting on staying with with the mind. Yeah. When we're embracing things, we're in the flow. But the minute we start and shift our attention back to Mm -hmm. judgment and those things of the mind that it's immediately puts on the brakes to flow and we're in resistance until Mm -hmm. we can catch our breath, drop back down into our heart, release, let go and fall back into flow. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I lived in Italy when I was preteen and we see like these Italian women in this Italian culture and they are so effortless and they flow and they, they seem very uh, worry-free and they just have the style. And even though it's a French term, you just always feel this je ne sais quoi of like, I don't know what it is about them, but there's something. And what I'm being shown now is that that quality is flow because in Europe, in many parts of Europe, you're not, you don't have that conditioning to pull yourself up by your bootstraps like we do in America and make things happen and you can make anything happen and it's your job to make anything happen. And that, that's a wonderful spirit that we have in America. I mean, that's why when you're in America, um, you can say, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want something done. And I'm sure someone will do it for me right away or, or as soon as possible. Whereas in some of, in, you know, in the wonderful culture I'm talking about, you would want something done and it'd become like, that will be done eventually. Okay. Sarah, Sarah, it will happen. And so there's a happy medium between those energies where we can now say, yeah, we can do stuff. We have ambition. We have focus. We can, we can have all those wonderful quiet qualities, but we can also have flow. And there's something in between those two extremes that is human and spiritual, uh, taking initiative and feeling ownership and allowing spirit to do and allowing things to just happen. Right. And that's where we're all being invited to step into in our own lives, that place between making everything happen and allowing anything to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Somewhere in between there, working in harmony with spirit and saying, I'm going to allow things to happen. I'm also going to make things happen, but I'm going to do it from this place of my heart and not from this place of blind drive or helpless. I can't do anything about life. Right. Those places. 
Mm. Yeah, we, we helped each other see those places because I think we probably each came from those places. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, Jen, was, Jen was coming from, her Capricorn self was coming from a drive, an ambition, ego place, and mine was coming from a Libra place of like, well, you really can't control anything except maybe yourself. So <laughs> focus on yourself, make yourself perfect. But nothing else in life can be controlled. Right, right. And putting so much focus, for me, it was just so much focus on the exterior world. Yeah. And not, not, while I was working so hard and doing all those things with all that drive, where in that was I getting to know myself? Mm-hmm. My ego would say, I know exactly who I am. I'm this person that gets things done and all this stuff. But, but truly, I was skipping over the part of getting to know my essence, and just the heart of who I am. And how much of that was who you were told you were supposed to be. Right, exactly. And you know what? There's still parts of me that have that get things done. But there is a much softer side, a much slower, peaceful, flowing side that honestly, some days it frightens me because it's so, so much different than how I was conditioned and raised and spent the most of my life. Mm-hmm. And, and saying, well, there must be something wrong. It, it can't just be flow and nothing and experiencing things as they come. But um, it's kind of cool. It's hard, but it's kind of cool. Yeah. And I was coming from the opposite of like, you would look at me and be like, you know, I, I would be making, I would be keeping everything completely organized and managed, but you would never know how hard I was working because I would just be keeping everything inside of the effort, the, the, the hard on myself part, that part would be inside. So you would just see this very calm exterior. Um, I remember hearing a lot from people, wow, you're so relaxing to be around. And it was kind of funny in retrospect because I was probably the least relaxed person mm-hmm. ever at that point in my life. But I was putting forth the energy that I needed inside. I was giving yeah. it to other people. And inside was just this sort of endless um, keep, keep working, keep getting it done, keep getting everything under control. And now moving into a place where I can let go of that need for internal control and exercise a little more action into the external of my world, exercise a little more yang energy into the external of my world. So you're coming into more of that yin and that, that receiving and that finding the beauty within yourself and mm-hmm. the, and the kind of flow within yourself and mine's about moving outward. So wherever you are, you know, where are you seeing that balance shift? Where are you seeing that yin and yang and, and masculine, feminine and, and um, surrender action? Where are you seeing that balance shifting? Because it's definitely shifting if you're hearing this and, mm-hmm. and with it is happening. And let us know. And we're going we're gonna to conclude, Jen. We're going to end. We're going to end? Okay. This conversation. <laughs> If you say so, I'm just in flow. (laughs) We'll probably just keep talking, but I'm going to hit the the stop button. That's right. right. We'll we'll be back. 
And we're glad to have gotten to connect with you. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Bye.